podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys, welcome back to our last transfer target stream of the season. In a few days, FPL will be all over for another season. I'm joined as always by my good friend Kylie. How are you doing, lovely? How are you how are you recovering from <laughs> Vegas? <laughs> such a loaded question. Um for listeners, obviously, we've not been recording the last two weeks, and that is all my fault. Uh, <laughs> I was very fortunate enough to be in Vegas for my hen party uh, two weeks ago, which was amazing. However, I did get really sick on the way home and have basically been bedridden for a week, so I had no voice at all to talk about Game Week 37 last week. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's all highs and lows. I made the decision at 4am in Vegas to triple captain KDB for Game Week 36. So, like, I don't know, there's ups that, and yeah. downs. Highs and lows. <laughs> highs and lows. You got sick, but, you know, you had good things. So, um, When yeah, in Vegas, have a gamble. <laughs> have a gamble. Well, this is, this is it. Yeah, exactly. So that worked out. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is good to be back. I have a slightly husky voice situation happening, <laughs> but it's here and functional, so hopefully not a problem. Um, we're excited to talk about our last picks. This is obviously our last record for Extreme for the season and I think game week 38 is such a fun one to talk about because it feels like opportunity for a Hail Mary punt (laughs) out there see what happens see how you can finish just one thing to factor in is that of course we do have games tonight and a couple of our picks are playing tonight so you know when we're talking about sort of six week uh historical data it's obviously not as up to date as um as everyone else will be. So just factor that in. That data will obviously change a little bit come tomorrow if you're listening then. Definitely. Okay, well, we've decided to go all out attack this week with it being the final game week. And since we've not had a lot of options in this department all season, yeah, we've just decided we'd give you a buffet of forwards for game week 38. So with that, our first pick is Harry Kane. Now... I'm not sure I should be talking much about him, to be honest, given I'm an Arsenal <laughs> fan. But, you know, oh, hey-ho. The obvious pick here is Sonny with him chasing the golden boot. But doubling or tripling up on Spurs, who will most likely want to celebrate their top four in style, uh, it could be a great idea. Kane has 182 points so far this season, which places him top in the forwards category for points by some distance above other forwards. He has managed 16 goals and 10 assists in 3,141 minutes, which is below the tally of his 23 goals and 14 assists in the 2021 season. But besides that, it's did a step up in the assists from previous seasons. As we know, he's been doing a lot of that for, for Sonny this yeah. season. So I think that's where the kind of step up has has come from. However, he's recently refound his scoring boots again, as we know, uh, right around the time when I decided to sell him, funnily enough. You're a curse, man. (laughs) Uh, He's had four goals in the last six matches. I mean, just... uh... Can you believe it? Uh, Surprisingly, he isn't the most owned forward in the game. That accolade still goes to Antonio, believe it or not. However, it has to be dead teams, right? Because I mean, no one, no one has. Yes, how many goals has he scored since game week seven? Genuinely. Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, like one, maybe? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, however, Kane is still owned by the vast majority of, of managers, 21.6%, in fact. And surely a few more to be added before the final game of the season. Whilst Kane doesn't top the leaderboard in FPL for percentage owned, he does top it for being the priciest, coming in at mm. 12.4 million, 0.2 ahead of Ronaldo. Such a tasty fixture for Spurs on the final day, Kay, right? Yeah, I mean, the fixture's ridiculous, and I'll go into it in a minute. I think there's probably a lot of people wondering why we haven't got Son. Son is obvious. He's also, like, really highly owned now. I'm very sad. Mm -hmm. I've been a Son owner and captain of for, for months. I'm and now on the sunny train, and he's been kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, obviously, with the salad doubt, it, we don't know yet what the situation is with Salah, of course, for the last game week. But obviously lots of people had enough time to sell Salah after the FA Cup and his um, injury or his nickel and, and then buy Son. So I think his ownership is going to be higher than ever. He's going to be really highly captained. So interestingly enough, Kane now looks to be the one that's sort of a relatively low risk, potentially high reward captaincy pick for people yeah. um because his eo will certainly be lower than than sons and um it seems to swing in roundabouts with the two of them you know there was a time when everyone who had son was selling him for kane and then yeah. vice versa and you know kane is the one now granted two of those goals were penalties but mm -hmm. he is the one that's sort of in in form right now and um his XG is 4.19. He's obviously scored four goals. So this is over the last six game weeks. So it's about bang on. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, two of those goals were penalties. So do bear that in mind. Um, his XA is 0.5. So he hasn't got an assist in that period, but we do know obviously he has the ability to get those assists. It'll be interesting to see if Kulsevsky is back healthy I'm guessing yeah. he will be because he was on the bench um, despite having an illness. So he came on. He came on. He did come on. Yeah. That's right. Yes. So. Because it seems that Kane, you know, when Kulusevsky's there to be supplier to Son, mm -hmm. Kane's not acting in that role. But then, of course, you know, when Kulusevsky's not playing, Kane seems to be the one setting Son up. So yeah. I think you probably then, if Kulusevsky's playing, you're looking for the goals. But like it could be, to be honest, it could be either of them. Kane is firing away, though. He's had 25 mm -hmm. attempts in the last six game weeks. That's Crazy. a lot. Um, 18 of them were in the box. Nine of them were on target. Six big chances. So he's getting good opportunities. Mm -hmm. And it's an attempt every 21 minutes. So he's sort of averaging, you know, four and a bit per match yeah. plenty of opportunities i mean four and a bit attempts you know you hope that they're on target but against norwich that sounds quite appealing yeah um he has also created five chances and two of them were big chances so you know even though his xa isn't hugely high and he's not delivered on that in the last six weeks he's still perfectly capable of getting new assists um in that period one thing that's quite interesting with Kane, you were talking about how high he is in the point scoring charts. And I mean, if we all remember, the start of the season was not particularly good for him. In fact, in game week 15, when Tottenham played Norwich last time they won 3-0, uh, Kane did not score in that match. Mm -hmm. But 
he did go on a run right off after that match. And that's kind of when Kane started to emerge as an option again. Obviously, yeah. he went on a run, then went a bit quiet again, and then kind of came good. Previous to that Norwich match, he had one goal, and that's game week 15. So it is crazy how much points he's actually got in the last sort of 20 game weeks. It's crazy. Um, so I think we'll be hoping and expecting that he's going to do much better against Norwich this time. Yeah. And certainly the data supports that. So mm -hmm. as far as Norwich's defensive data, last six games, again, they have conceded the most goals with Ugh. 16. That won't surprise anyone. They have zero clean sheets, so they're obviously worst for that metric as well. Yeah. They have also conceded the most shots. That's 104. 39 of them were on target. They're also uh, worst for that metric as well. And only Watford and United, interesting, sorry, United fans, but only Watford <laughs> and United have conceded more big chances in that period than Norwich's 15. Wow. And third worst for XGC over that period with 12.5. Mm. So there is nothing in that defensive data that <laughs> says that already relegated Norwich are going to be able to withstand the onslaught of a Tottenham team who are on form and really just want to seal the deal of Champions League football. I think that they should run right. I know they didn't run right against Burnley, but Burnley is a different proposition. I wasn't necessarily yeah, expecting agree. that. They're mm -hmm. the kind of team that can stimmy Spurs, but Norwich, I just think they're going to run them up. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you can have both Son and Kane, you're you're happy. Yeah. Well, I would love to hold Kane for this one. And, and I can get to him, but it, it is for a hit because I've got Davies blocking my Spurs assets in defence. Uh, but yeah, you you definitely expect goals from him, no doubt. He's a little scary not to own, to be honest, especially with those stats. Mm, <laughs> that mm. said, there are some alternative options available, as we'll chat about in just a second. Oh, but yeah. will you be owning Kane in the final game week, Kylie? I won't. And it's not because I don't want to. I mm. think that I have, I am looking to get an additional premium in yeah either in midfield or forward um so kind of i've got money in the bank i'll be rearranging things a little bit kane is just a bit too steep price wise yeah. for me mm -hmm. to get to and also i am in second place chasing a mini league that's sort of my main family friends um cash mini league and so it's more about the glory than anything. Yeah. Um, and the, the leader in that, I've I've got Son and the, the guy who's ahead of me has Kane. So from that perspective, it doesn't really make sense for me to be getting Kane in while chasing. I, I need to take a gamble elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But I do think that if you don't have Kane and you can get to Kane, yes. the, the, the thing about it is we're going to talk about some other options that are really exciting. I think also have really high potential for double digit hauls but none of them are as secure an option as Kane certainly not as far as minutes are concerned mm -hmm. you know that Kane's going to play mm -hmm. he has penalties they can do a lot of damage to Norwich so he feels like a safe kind of bet in that respect um so. Okay, well, let's talk about some of those alternatives then. And our second transfer target this week is Jamie Vardy. Now, he is one of the main guys making a resurgence in the last few weeks from injury. 
He spent six games on the sideline between game week 29 and 33. However, Brendan has worked his minutes back up, allowing him appearances against Villa, Spurs and Everton before absolutely letting him loose on Norwich and Watford for the majority of minutes in both games. And boy, did he use those (laughs) minutes wisely. He's picked up four goals in his last five games with back-to-back braces against Norwich and Watford, giving him 14 goals and two assists in 1,634 minutes for the season. Not bad for a guy who's been out injured for half of it. It feels like more than half of it. I, I know. When has he played? I, I know. know it's just calls. I know, exactly. Uh, because of his injury, he still is relatively low owned for a premium player at just 11%. That number jumped up a little bit with those taking some risks on the free hit in the double. Something I wish I had done myself, <laughs> to be honest, because he was in my team at quarter past 10 and I switched him out again, <laughs> just worrying about Ings and Kane. Yeah, a little bit annoying. Uh, he still is... A premium, as I said, uh, being at 10.3 million. But he is the cheapest he's been since the start of the season, which was 10.5 million. How does his re- recent stats stat- stack up, Kylie? Oh, 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 I put my teeth Body. back in. Hardy's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a tricky one on the stats for exactly the reason you pointed out. Obviously, Very he broken. has not. Yeah, he's he's not played a lot. In fact, if we look at the... So I would usually look at the last six game weeks to determine form. And obviously we know that he has played the last few games, but in that six-week period, he has missed one entirely. And then there's been a few where he's come off the bench and played less than 25 minutes. Obviously, basically, since he started playing 90 minutes, he's been firing <laughs> in the goals. So, yeah. you know, a positive correlation there. Um, to your point about the amount of goals, 14 goals scored in, you know, really not that many minutes, mm-hmm. he's got six double figure returns for the season. And then he's got like three or four with like eight points, you know, so just shy of that double figure return point. Yeah. So like when he's played, he's been incredibly prolific. Mm-hmm. It's obviously just been a hugely injury focused. Obviously he's, no spring chicken in football terms anymore. Um, he has had a lot of injuries. And then, of course, there's been concerns that we've all had with respect to Leicester's options just because of the Conference League. Mm-hmm. So, you know, them getting knocked out of that then obviously made them an option. But, it, you know, it's been quite tricky. I was one of those that was going to get Vardy in as well, but I could only, this is the heartbreaking bit, I went Zaha and Richarlison. I wanted Zaha and Vardy, couldn't afford it. My only alternative, if I got Vardy, the only midfielder that I could afford really was Barnes. And I didn't. Oh, no. I decided Uh, I didn't want, I didn't trust Leicester enough. And I didn't trust Barnes enough. That's fair. I mean, before this week, he, he yeah. Oh, no, he, he had. Been. He has been in a bit of form. He's been in a, a bit of form, bit. but I mean, it as you say, before this, as I was going to say, mm. before this week, it's been a case of whether he'll get played and how he'll get played. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, I try, I'm trying not to think too much about that because actually I would be in the lead in my mini league. In oh, that no. <laughs> but anyway, it, that was probably a risk too far, so it's, mm. it's fine. But um, Novardi, look. So the majority of his attacking stats, which we'll run through now, have actually come in like the last two games. Mm -hmm. So 
it's very recent attacking data. So take with that what you will. Yep. But he's had 12 attempts. 10 of those were over the last two matches, which is crazy. Um, all in the box, six on target and four big chances. So in terms of the volume of good chances that he's getting, it's it's pretty good. Um, he's also created two chances and one of those was a big chance. His XA is negligible. It's 0.15, um, but his XG is 2.3. So obviously with his four goals, he's outperformed that, but I think that will be surprising to absolutely no one because obviously Vardy, long history of outperforming his data. Mm -hmm. We pretty consistently see it and we don't really see the regression that everyone sort of expects. That's, that's just part of who he is. So, um, that all sounds really good. Yeah, there's an element of a risk. I, I think I probably would want to see him rested against Chelsea. Whether that would happen, I don't know. Mm. But, you know, there, there may be some slight concern over whether he starts. Yeah. Um, I think he probably does because we're maybe getting towards the end of his career. But, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're playing Southampton. And Southampton are safe-ish, pretty much safe. Mm -hmm. Um and, and struggling, you know, they've conceded 11 goals in their last six, but I think the really important point there is that's, that's sort of maybe fifth worst, right? Yeah. If it weren't for the fact that that FA Cup match went for 120 minutes and basically the whole full uh, sort of starting, normal starting 11 for Liverpool was rested. Yeah. I think that number would have been a lot higher mm -hmm. with that Liverpool match. So you know, they kind of got away with one there, only conceding the two goals. Um, they are second worst for attempts conceded. Uh, that's actually just one less than Norwich. So that's a bit wow. frightening okay. at 103 attempts. Mm. Third worst for shots on target conceded with 32. Mm -hmm. Basically one in every roughly three has been on target. Um, they're joint with leads on that metric, by the way. And like we, you know, we all talk about how poor leads defense is. So yeah that kind of gives you a bit of an indication of where Southampton have been at. And um, they've also conceded 13 big chances. Like if you give those opportunities to Leicester when they're feeling confident and particularly Vardy, mm -hmm. he, you know, he's going to take them. So I think if he, if he starts, I expect him to do well. It seems mad to think like three game weeks in a row, he'll get two goals, but like that's entirely possible. Um, it all depends, yeah, what minutes he gets. But I don't know, Southampton, I'd still, I think, I think he'll get enough minutes to back him. Their yeah. XGC, by the way, is 11.15, okay. which so they've conceded the 11 goals. So it's like bang on. Yeah. It, it's not like they've been unlucky. They've mm. just been a bit crap. <laughs> Sorry, that's not yeah. like a particularly like informed opinion there. They're a bit crap, but it it, it is true. So, mm. There are, as we know, there's quite a few teams that you can target for those sort of potential hauls, which is what we sort of all want to close off yeah. the season, whether you're chasing or not. And I think if you're looking at the likes of Southampton, Norwich, Watford um, and Wolves, who are obviously doing really poorly at the moment and facing yeah. Liverpool, I think any of them could yield results. We're just picking three here, but yeah. I, I could name like six that I yeah. want in my team. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's. A week where I had planned to keep my free hit, but got mm -hmm. kind of, um, I guess, 
sucked in to using yeah. it this week in the double um mainly because a lot of the metrics were saying be better off to use them points wise this week yeah. than next week but now I'm now I'm looking at my team for <laughs> for game week 38 and I'm sat here going oh I wish I had the free hit because yeah. there's so many players I would like for it well the other thing is um I think it's probably been covered a lot on various other streams and and on Twitter but it there is this legacy of game week 38 delivering yeah. higher number of goals. I think mm -hmm. like there's something like an average of one, nearly one extra goal per game Yeah. Um, for 38 over other game weeks in the season. So, and it's funny because you hear a lot of chat about people saying, oh, but teams are on the beach and they won't be turning out and, you know, I won't I won't bother with that person because that team's now relegated. I think yeah. most teams want to go out and perform because it's the yeah. last day and they just want to kind of, whether they're oh, in, yeah. out, chasing something, not chasing something, as you say, they just want to go and have fun, most of them. So. Well, I think also if you're a home team, you know, it's kind of a thank you to the fans yeah. sort of moment as well so you know yeah uh, with me having a lot of cash tied up now and no way really to move it around I may have to decide between Kane and Vardy which is a horrible <laughs> decision to have to make I'm hoping the stream <laughs> help with the decision a little bit of course if I go Kane I could go Madison as Leicester coverage but Vardy can be so explosive I'm not sure if I necessarily want to kind of miss out on that as you say i think tonight is going to be very interesting yes. for trying to figure out whether or not you know he is a like a real viable option for game week 38 but i wouldn't mind being at a vardy party to end the season yeah. are you looking for an invite <laughs> uh, possibly he's definitely one of the ones that i'm i'm looking at um yeah. because he is not so very expensive i mean there's like two million difference or something yeah. between him and kane mm -hmm. so there's a sizable difference there, which means that he is very much affordable um, and I could still get a pretty good midfield option um, yeah, as well if, if I went for him. So he's definitely in consideration. I, like yourself and many others, I think will be quite eagerly looking at the, particularly the Chelsea and Leicester team sheets yeah. um, to see who gets minutes. And, you know, I think those that get a rest are maybe... Quite yeah. appealing, especially for Leicester, just because they've had so many games so close together in, in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, if Madison uh, doesn't play and Vardy does, maybe your Kane Madison option is mm. is the one. Well, actually, let's move on then to our third and final pick because mm -hmm. uh, that is dependent on that team sheet as well. <laughs> and, renegade. Yeah, <laughs> our differential player this week is Lukaku. Much like many of mine and Kylie's differentials this season, Lukaku has suffered from a lack of game time. A somewhat shock to many of us who thought he would absolutely take the Premier League by mm. storm when he rejoined Chelsea. Maybe we're seeing a bit of what could have been if Lukaku had got some more consistency throughout the season mm, i don't know with eight goals mm. one assist in 1506 for the season maybe the three goals in the last six appearances are flattering to deceive a little bit given vardy has scored six more goals and one more assist than lukaku in just 128 more minutes yeah, wow. so when you kind of look at it like that then yeah um 
as you say, we were just saying, like, where is Vardy scoring those goals? When you actually, like, weigh it up to what Lukaku's been doing, you really do think, where has he been scoring those goals? Either way, Lukaku has taken his chances handed to him in the recent double game week 36 against Wolves and Leeds, where he got those three goals. Have Chelsea switched back to that kind of feed the beast mode that seemed to work well for Lukaku in the first few game weeks of the season, quite possibly? If so, you could imagine him adding to his 86 points, I would have I would have thought. At 11.4 million, he isn't a cheap risk at all, and one you may only want to take if in serious catch-up mode, either OR-wise or mini-league-wise, because he's just 7.5% owned, making him a great differential. Chelsea's last fixture could be ripe for Lukaku, Mm. right, Kylie? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a few factors. I mean, out of the gate, saying Lukaku sounds like madness right because he has not been impressive and he's Mm. certainly not been the main man at Chelsea but there are a few factors that make him potentially enticing obviously the fact that he has some very recent form yes that helps Mm -hmm. uh the fact that they're playing Watford who are truly atrocious (laughs) and we will get to that in a minute um the fixture fits the bill of what we've been talking about in terms of these you know really defensively poor teams um, that you want to target this game week. The other factor with Lukaku, obviously a huge concern for him is minutes. And Mm. the fact that Werner and Havertz both have injury doubts is is a significant factor in what I think would make people feel more confident about going for Lukaku. Obviously, I don't believe either are expected to play tonight. Um, what are they fit for the weekend that that's the question that you'll want to be monitoring yeah uh how many minutes it's not like Lukaku has played so many minutes that he's unable to play more um but you'll want to monitor that situation just to see because if you go for someone like Lukaku you're obviously looking at him instead of other options who are maybe safer and as you said, he is really like that Hail Mary moment. You're you're really taking a punt there yeah. um, that could deliver huge returns, but there is an element of risk in going for someone like him over, say, someone like Kane. Um, but you obviously have, uh, you're in chasing mode. Like you're not, if you're, if you're winning in a, a mini league, he's not the one I think that you, that you pick. Um, I think you try and consolidate there, but it really depends on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, I I think there's enough in Watford being poor that would entice me. Yeah. Um, in terms of Lukaku's data, again, I think he's actually had the exact same amount of minutes over the last six games as Vardy, which is really strange. And also his attacking data is really similar, like <laughs> to the point where I thought I hadn't updated the, the player that I was looking at. <laughs> But his XG, uh, his XG is 1.99. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he scored three goals, so it's slightly better than that. 0.2 for his XA, so not a huge amount to talk about, though he has created six chances, one big chance, in his sort of scattered minutes over the last six games. Um, he's had 12 attempts, 10 in the box, four on target, one big chance. As I said, very similar to Jamie Vardy, so it's quite random. Um, now the very juicy bit is that for as bad as Norwich is Watford's XGC of 14.26 is one and a half expected goals 
worst than the next worst, who is actually Wolves, and then it's Norwich. So it's really, it's bad. Like, it's really bad. Um, They've conceded 15 goals. So Norwich have conceded the 16. So the second worst there. But basically, they're almost on par with what their uh, expected goals conceded is. So it just shows that they're... I guess consistently bad. Yeah. Um, they are fourth worst for attempts on goal with 98. Bizarrely, the team that they are behind for that metric, like only slightly better than, is West Ham. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't expecting to see them no. there. Um, but there you have it. Mm. Um, they are second worst for shots on target conceded, one um, one less than Norwich with uh 38. And they're second worst behind United on big chances conceded with 16. So basically they're bad. (laughs) Really bad. Uh, We just saw what Vardy did to them. I firmly believe that Chelsea can do the same. No, Chelsea in theory don't have anything to play for, right? In that they are, you know, they're in the Champions League um, next season but you would like to think that they'd like to put in a good showing at the end because it hasn't exactly been a brilliant season for them, particularly given the fact that they came in to this season just having bought Lukaku, you know, riding high, lots of confidence. There was a lot of belief that they would be the ones challenging City for the title, not Liverpool. And so with obviously everything in terms of ownership that's happened, you know, it's it's been a tricky end to the season. They've just lost the FA Cup. I think they'll want to take it out on yeah. Watford personally. And um, in front of the fans, as you said earlier, you know. Yeah. So I think there is definitely a case if you want, if you need to make a big gain mm-hmm. and you're trying to think about someone that other people won't go for, I feel like he's someone that you could justify dropping the big bucks on because Mm. he has the potential just with all of those different elements to deliver you. I I do think that he could do really well, Mm -hmm. but I would just say have a look at team sheets tonight um, and decide because there are other safer, excellent picks that you could go for as well. And he is in my consideration. I'm, you know, I talked about Vardy. I can't get all the way to Kane but I can get to Lukaku. So mm-hmm. Lukaku, yeah. Kane, not not Kane, Mane, you know, Vardy. Yeah. They're all enticing. I want them all. I know. I know. I don't, I don't know if I've quite got the guts to, to do it with Lukaku for at the moment. I am just slightly ahead in my mini league. So I, I lost my place to a KDB captain. Mm, um, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then just managed to kind of retake it slightly the, ne- the next day with Sun. Um, and I, I've only got a little bit of a slender lead. So I'm not sure yeah. if I want to kind of be that risky. But he's definitely my thoughts because, as I say, I have the issue of having three Spurs in my team already. I have Davies at the back, so that kind of cuts off... Um, Kane because I have Sun and Kudusvetsky and I do currently have three City in my team I have Jesus and I have double City defense so I you know I'd have to sell to to get in a KDB or something and that kind of Lukaku Vardy it gives me premium options without needing to worry about necessarily selling the players from the teams that I'm already loaded up on <laughs> well, especially know, when so. they have good fixtures that's risky business to be sort of yep. swapping um agreed 
Yeah, so maybe Vardy is the sensible. Yeah, maybe. Although I can just see Jesus absolutely trolling me the second I sell him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's coming, especially when you said about West Ham there. It's a bit like, Ooh. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see, you know, um, it, sometimes these clubs surprise us when you least expect it. So um, so do the players. <laughs> so, uh, okay, it's that time of the show where we open up the floor to a few questions. So I've seen a couple already floating about in the in the chat. Seems to be a lot of Will Salah play on Sunday. What's your thoughts on that? It's a bit of a difficult one, isn't it, Kylie? Because he didn't get any minutes. No, he didn't. Um, in the midweek I, match. That is such a difficult one without yeah. knowing genuinely what the status of that sort of injury is I mean it was kind of labeled more as a precaution um than an injury he has obviously played a lot of minutes uh, to be honest I think much of Liverpool are running on fumes um look lots of players are from other clubs as well at this end of the season yeah. um but they looked exhausted to be honest in in that yeah. FA Cup match towards yeah. the end um the priority with him is 100% the Champions League final. That is something that they can win. It is in their hands mm -hmm. to win as much as it is in Real Madrid's hands. Yeah. Whereas they have a, the potential to win the Premier League, but obviously that is completely contingent upon a slip up from, yeah. from City. Are City going to slip up? You know, I, I don't think Villa is the easiest match. No. Um, but, you know, it's, it's certainly you would expect that City will have a bit of a party yeah. on that day. So I think that Liverpool will do well. Mm -hmm. I think they'll put out a strong side, um, but I think it won't be enough and I think City will win and I think Klopp knows that and will prioritise the Champions League. I, I, I can't see him not featuring at all because yeah, continuity is important, but it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest bit if he didn't start and he yeah. maybe got 30 minutes at the end or maybe started, got 60 minutes and came off. I don't think he's going to necessarily get you the minutes he want, you mm. want. And I do think that there is a case for going for alternatives. I personally really like Mane as a pick this mm. week, this week yeah. um, instead of Salah, if you don't want to sort of sell Son to go to it. Uh, sorry, if you don't want to sell Salah to go <laughs> to a Son. Mm -hmm. um, Mane, two goals. Or even Diaz. Plus, I really like Diaz. Oh, Diaz as is well. great. But Mane, yeah. two goals last season. I think he has a good record end of the, the season, but yeah. he did get a brace last time out in game week 38. Um, I think Liverpool will do really well. I'm just concerned about Salah. Yeah, and I think you have to ask yourself as well how, if you want to weigh up how well he's actually done. Like before, even the versus injury, the opportunities you know, that versus are there, the yeah. opportunities that are there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Ali Max says Zaha or Madison. I think Madison for myself personally, out of those two. Um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, on paper, um, Madison has he has the better fix. Well, you know, playing United's not a bad fixture. Obviously, I, th I think Zaha could do well. I I have him. I'll hold him. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously. On paper, Madison has the better fixture. Yeah. Again, I would say watch the minutes played tonight. You have that opportunity to to see for both of them. So mm -hmm. see how they play tonight um, and how many minutes they get and then decide. 
Yeah, and I think it's it's a, a minutes thing, definitely, and it it can be a bit of a gut feel as well in the final week, like <laughs> with some. I of always these. say go with your gut, but definitely yeah. game week thirty eight. Mad things happening. They do. They do. It's like it feels like there's a magic. I know. (laughs) There's a kind of magic. Absolutely. I think maybe consider as well a couple of people that we haven't really brought up in the stream. I think Bowen is one that could do really well this uh, week, and a Brentford player, either Tony or um, Visor. You know, or Ericsson. Or Ericsson. Yeah. And there's a grudge thing there, right? Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. between Brentford and, and Leeds. I know yeah. Tony has been sharing some videos from mm-hmm. when they're in the championship together. I mean, it's either going to be halls or red cards. I mean, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen there? Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Ian says, Madsen or Mount this week? Great stream, by the way. Uh, ooh, Madsen versus Mount is a tough one. <laughs> this ooh. is a personal preference thing I think because they both have the fixture to be able to do really well again we keep saying minutes the benefit with some of these teams is that you have extra minutes that you can assess that's always helpful yeah um I've him he has got me nothing so take from that what you will uh it is what I will say with Mount is pretty much all of his points have come in a select few fixtures against the very lowest dwelling uh, teams in the table and obviously Watford fit that bill perfectly so I- if he plays I would expect him to do well mm-hmm. uh, okay we'll just do one more then and Evan asks will do KDB to Sun for captain for captain protection but do you think Sessignon and Kane outscores Richarlison and Cash by eight points or more is it worth Kane and Sessian info Richarlison and Cash for minus eight? Current rank is 1,200. Happy Ooh. to take the risk. Ooh, nice rank. Um, nice this one's a tough one because the eight points is, it could be quite damaging to your to your rank. And also, as an Arsenal fan, I, I have a little bit of a worry that Richarlison may get a little something against Arsenal. Our confidence is low now mm. after losing top four. It could spark a bit of a kind of fire between us to try and kind of get something out of us in the last game. However, I think that's only going to leave the floor more open for Everton potentially to score more goals. So it could be quite a high-scoring game, I think. So it's a tough one because I think Kane is is i mean he has the fixture and he's in form so it's a it's really difficult but for that big hit i'm i'm not sure what are you what do you think kylie it's a difficult one that one i think it is difficult i think that kane and sessignon can 100 percent comfortably outscore richarlison and cash on their day yeah um on paper it's the combo that you would prefer looking at the fixtures oh, of course yeah um Eight point hits are always risky. I think in mm. isolation, um, like a minus four for Kane is completely justifiable. Yeah. Um, I think you could get away with justifying one for assessing on, but it, it's always risky with defenders. You know, how often do you actually get the payback for it? Yeah. Um, but I'm assuming that that combination is, you know, required in order to actually fund that extra little bit that you need for Kane. Um mm-hmm. 
I would say go with your gut. That's not especially helpful, but if you really think that they will absolutely smash them, I mean, the Mm -hmm. data says that they could, um, that Kane could be hugely involved. My only concern is what if it's Son's day? Mm. Yeah, and and obviously just bearing in mind that if, you know, Kane would need to score, I think something like two goals uh, to kind of Richarlison's one and the hit Mm -hmm. to make it, worth it so you know he'd he'd have to kind of cover that so just at your rank I'd be I'd I know you're saying you're willing to take a risk but just have a little sit back a little think in your head how far you'd potentially be willing to drop if you take the risk if that makes sense and and if you're completely happy with that decision then I don't think there's going to be anything wrong with having Kane it's just going to be whether or not it's going to benefit you more to have him, I think, mm-hmm. is is the uh, thing to weigh up. Okay. Unless, can we just drop into one more here? Oh, um, yeah. Just because nice and quick. Um, so Wesley has said, sorry, Wesley, I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name. Um, hey, ladies, love the content. What's your front, best front three on a free hit? Thinking about Kane, Vardy, Tony versus Kane, Vardy, Lukaku. With that second one, he'd have to remove mount okay no about your opinion but i feel like as much as we've literally just pimped out kane vardy and lukaku in this <laughs> yeah but um i think that all three is too heavy an investment yeah. given alternative On balance i think i prefer yeah. the tony one because it's get it's probably getting in more elsewhere as well yeah. you know or going to up front and just maybe going kane and vardy yeah and then you know investing in midfield because it's still we haven't covered any midfielders but like Mane, Diaz, you know, you've KDB, yeah. obviously got Son. Um, there are a lot of really good, and there's those cheap yeah. front fed midfielders. Madison, so, Barnes, Pfizer, like there's so like for instance, <laughs> yeah, in that instance, you could absolutely have like Kane and Vardy have mm-hmm. Mount in there to get your Chelsea. Maybe instead of Tony, you go for a um, one of the Brentford midfielders. Yeah. You no, know, th- there's quite a lot that you could do with that. I love yeah. the idea of a free hit this week. Yeah. So sad I don't have it. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's all for questions. That's a, that's a, that's a great note to end on. <laughs> well, that's it. Best of luck for the last game week of the season. I hope you guys smash it, whatever happens. Make sure to try and enjoy it because there will not be any football for a little while yet. <laughs> but before you go, here's Kylie to wrap us up with some admin. Yep, so this is the last one. Please, of course, leave a comment um, with any thoughts. Like and subscribe if you've enjoyed the content. And uh, you can actually find links to my content and to Nims below if you want to check out anything else that we do. And uh, most of all, best of luck. (laughs) I, I genuinely hope it's a real goal fest because there's something about all those games being on at the same time and just like, freaking out trying to calculate how many points you have i hope it's like that i hope it's like that we've all entered it's been a crazy season yes absolutely we we need a a great game week and not a duff puff (laughs) (laughs) on that note we'll say goodbye to you guys catch you later bye guys